But I do want to share with you um, something I read, I read yesterday. It comes out of uh, the first chapter of the book of Luke, okay? So I want to I wanna give you a little background into it. This is the first chapter of the book of Luke. It starts to talk about the birth of John the Baptist, actually, right? Now, John the Baptist's dad was named Zechariah, and he didn't believe in his old age that his wife was ever going to bless him with a son. However, the angel came down, told told his wife that she would indeed give him a son and he laughed at an angel of the Lord. It's like, we too old for that, Gabriel. And Gabriel said, well, you will have that son and because you laughed, I'm going to take your voice until that son is born. And so Zechariah loses his voice and at the end of chapter one, we find that the child is indeed born. He's John the Baptist. He is going to be Jesus' cousin, okay? And that all the things prophesied will come true. But it starts with John the Baptist, who's going to be the messenger, who's going to go to the nation of Israel, and he's going to alert them that they need to repent, and they need to be baptized for the forgiveness of their sins, and all that kind of stuff like that. And we find out about that later on. But what got me was, was Zechariah's prayer, and it comes down at the end end of chapter one and it's titled Zechariah's prophecy and it's it's a bit long but what I want to read to you today is is what he said at the end of it okay so we're in Luke chapter 1 verse 78 and 79 and it says this it says because of our God's merciful compassion the dawn from on high will visit us to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Oh man, Zechariah, for a man that God shut up for nine months, sure did have a way with words, didn't he? And, and the picture is just beautiful. He says, the dawn from on high will visit us. And not just visit us, but what is it going to do? It's going to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death. For what purpose? For the purpose of guiding our feet in the way of peace. Now, Zechariah is not talking about John the Baptist here. He's talking about Jesus. All right? He's been enlightened. And what I love about the picture is the contrast between light and dark, dawn and night. See, he uses that imagery for a purpose. And the reason why he did that is because time and time again, the nation of Israel found themselves themselves in darkness. Right? They found themselves in a, in a lot of trouble. The biggest problem with the nation of Israel finding themselves in a lot of trouble is that they blamed everybody else for it. All right? But it doesn't omit the fact that they were in darkness nonetheless. They found themselves in bondage from other nations. They found themselves worshiping other idols. They found themselves chasing after women from different tribes. They found themselves doing everything except what God had asked them to do. And they became everything but who God expected them to be. And so I sit in a picture like this. Because there's so many times in my life where, where I can remember finding myself in darkness. 
I mean, a lot of you guys know that you've been out here a while. You know, I'm not sh shy with sharing my story with you, but I was having uh, a cup of coffee today with some guy that wanted to meet to want to learn more about Straight Street, and so we're having coffee this morning. And it never fails me that every time I start to, you know, I, I can tell stories over and over and over again about Straight Street. I can talk about how we started and the things that we did, but as soon as I start to insert myself into the picture, because it, inevitably somebody will ask me, well, not just how did Straight Street start, but why did you start Straight Street? And then, then I have to reflect. And then I have to think back to 2009, because that's when I started it, right? And I have to remember that on September 1st, 2009, when we had our very, very first food share, I was an alcoholic. I was smoking a lot of weed. It's the cataracts. It's for, it's for my, my eyes. I'm just playing. I was doing a lot of different things besides honoring God with my body, my mind, and my soul. Let's just put it like that, right? But much like all of the other men and women in the Bible who God chooses to use, I was not perfect. There's a verse in Isaiah that says, whom God guides, he provides. So whom he calls, he's going to equip, right? And so he called me when I was in not so great of a place. And he equipped me, and to this day I still wonder why sometimes, to start Straight Street, to lead men, women, and children out here, to serve this community, so that I could look around this crowd and see familiar faces and see people who I love, recall relationships. And then inevitably people will ask the second question, and that's gonna be, well, what do you think you do when you're out here? You've been doing this for so long. And I gotta admit, that's not really up to me, is it? Right? I come out, we laugh, we cry together, we pray together, we smile, we hug. I open up God's word, I share it with you. And my only hope by doing all of that is that I could be a little bit of light in whatever darkness you're going through. You know, Oswald Chambers says, sometimes you gotta be the only Jesus people will know until they come to meet him themselves. That's a powerful statement. That means it calls every single one of us, every, every, every young, young man and woman standing up here, everybody behind me, all of you in front of me, you are not exempt from this. He calls each and every one of us to be the only Jesus that people may know until they come to meet him themselves. It's called light work. It's called stepping into somebody else's darkness and shining the light. Because that light means hope, right? It's something you gotta understand. Darkness is nothing but the absence of light. That's all it is. So can we remove darkness? Heck yeah. And it don't take as much as you might think. So my hope is that I could come out here and I could be a little bit of encouragement to you, but I also want to empower you to be an encouragement to someone else. 
And so it's great that I got to tell my story. And I love it when new groups come out for the first time. I love it even more when, when volunteers from five, 10 years ago, they come out and they're like, oh my gosh, you're still here. And you're doing things the same way you always did. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? And you're loving them on people the same way you always did. I said, well, again, if it ain't broke, what, why am I gonna fix it? But most importantly, the, the, the most important part of this whole thing, guys, is, is, is access to the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I, I would be foolish to assume that everybody in front of me here is a believer in Christ. But I know the one thing that we all have in common is that we've all had moments of darkness. I think the difference between those of us who call ourselves believers in Christ and those who don't is that we know where to seek light when we're in darkness. And even in, in, in the darkest hour, we believe there's a star that's shining somewhere. And with humility, we drop to our knees and we look up and we pursue that light. It's about, it's about believing that no matter where we are right now, there is better somewhere else. It's believing in, in, in the most hopeless of our circumstances there is a spark of hope. It's believing that regardless of the life that we live right now, there's an eternity in the after where joy will abound, where love will know no measure, where our feet will find our way finally to a place of peace. But brothers and sisters, be encouraged that we can find peace in the here and now. Believe that the dawn is coming, regardless of how dark your night is. The sun will rise, and the sun has risen. And he rose so that all of our sins could be forgiven. He shed blood as a sacrifice for our sins of old, our sins of present, and our sins of new. And a new beginning is as is, is, is close to your reach as your ability to seek forgiveness. So wherever you find yourselves today, we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray for a brighter tomorrow. We're gonna pray for renewed purpose, renewed energy, but most importantly, for those of you that are hopeless, we're gonna pray for restoration of hope. And so, I wanna pray with you separately if you need prayer. I wanna encourage you if you need encouragement. But right now we're gonna pray and I ask you all, if, if, if you've never done this prayer thing before, just think about it. Just, just, just listen. You don't got to repeat anything. Just, just listen. 
And I pray that where your heart may have been hardened, it might soften today. And I pray where you sit in unbelief that today might be a day where you might start to consider this man named Jesus and what he's done and what he's doing and what he has yet to do in, in your life. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much. I thank you for, for pushing this rain back so that we get to commune together, that our brothers and sisters get to eat without worrying about a storm coming. I thank you for the little things because sometimes we forget about the little things in anticipation of big things and it's the big things that disappoint but your mercies are new every day, big and small. I thank you for the, for the food that was prepared, for those that prepared it, for those that are here to serve it, Lord. But I pray for all of us, Lord. I pray that we might find nourishment in our souls by your word living bread. I pray that for each and every one of us, Lord, that we might wake up tomorrow with a renewed sense of purpose, a renewed sense of energy, but with a passionate desire to be better tomorrow than we were today. We thank you that the sacrifice of your son allows that. We love you. We thank you. It's the precious name of Jesus we pray. My brothers and sisters, join me in saying Amen and amen. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our Homeless Food Share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.